Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the hugest, greatest, believe me, podcast in the history of the United States. And we're just getting started. We're going to make podcasting great again. Steve Cypress here, along with my co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. You know, Steve, I got to tell you, all the shit I talked for all this last year and a half or so, all the shit I talked about, all the other podcasters, I got to take it back. Because when you're actually in the seat (laughs) recording the podcast, everything's different. Yes, and of course, that is a little joke, as we like to make at the start of our episodes on today's topic, which is this speech that Trump gave like a week ago, where he went to a military base, and he announced his strategy for Afghanistan, and I don't know, but everything I ever saw Trump say for years is, you know, this is stupid, got to get out of there, our leaders are stupid, they're such idiots, Uh, first thing I'm going to do, pull all the troops out of there, it's really dumb, we got to get out of there they're all idiots you're being led by idiots they're they're morons and idiots and then what does he come out and say you know things are different when you're sitting in that chair in the oval office and you really got to make the decision and i have decided that not only are we not getting out of there but we're staying in there and we're adding more troops and we're indefinitely staying in there i'm not even giving a time period of when we're coming out so basically we're staying in there forever so my first thought was like (laughs) Back to the days that we talked about it during, like, the debates and Jeb Bush and Rubio and all these other career politicians would sit there shaking their heads at all this stuff Trump would blather on about all the idiots of leaders. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, you don't know anything about actually leading and that's not really true and you can't really do that and you'll see and whatever. And Trump going, yeah, 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 you're all idiots. Get out of Afghanistan. And then lo and behold, seven months into his his presidency, comes out and goes, I take it all back. We're staying in there, and we're increasing the troops, and I changed my mind. Never mind all that stuff I ever said. Everything is different now. Well, there's two very, very, very important lessons to learn from that. One is Well, there's actually the three. I don't want to uh, burst the bubble here, but one is our advanced tip of the week, but we've picked out two basic tips that we're sharing with the people here. Number one is that you've got to remember that what the great ad man, Donnie Deutsch, who is, in case you don't know, His father, David Deutsch, is still a copywriter and is considered one of the best copywriters in the world. He is a legend in the copywriting scene. If you're not really knee-deep in copywriting, you may never have heard of him, but he is one of those famous people that nobody knows. His son now, Donnie Deutsch, owned a huge agency in New York and sold it for, I don't know, $10 billion. It wasn't that you know, for a while. And of course, Donnie Deutsch yeah. was on The Apprentice Show once doing yeah. some kind of uh, what had everybody write an ad or something. Absolutely. But and Donnie now Deutsch he is, is a, a staunch brilliant. major anti-Trumper. Well, of course he is. But I'm not talking about his political opinions might suck. Uh, or maybe they don't suck, depending on who you are. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. What My point is I don't care about his political opinions. What I do care about is his knowledge about advertising. 
and he said something that is very astute to the person who is listening and who has ears to hear, and that was, number one, that history consists of today. It doesn't matter what Trump said on the campaign trail. It doesn't matter what he said for the last 20 years. History consists of today. And all the people who support Trump are supporting what he said. Oh, finally, we're not on a time frame. Oh, finally, we're on a, uh, uh, we're on a, a goal. We're going to be there until we accomplish the mission. We're not constraining our military based on a time frame. So now all the people who were bitching about being there under Obama are now happy that we're there under Trump. History consists of today. You have to remember that if you're a business owner because we, as business owners, frankly, are cut above as far as intelligence. We're generally speaking a cut above the masses. And I don't say that to belittle the masses. Obviously, there's extraordinarily important people or extraordinarily intelligent people who never owned a business. But as a group, I would venture to say that our average IQ is higher than the average IQ of the masses of people who are not entrepreneurs. Well, I hope so. I hope so. So you as an entrepreneur will tend to look at what you've said in the past and say, but I need to be consistent. And you'll have this emotional need and this intellectual need to be consistent with what you've done in the past. Forget about it. Do what works today. Do what works. Don't worry about being consistent. Do what is profitable for your business because that is where, I mean, nobody's going to remember what you did last year. Nobody cares. Nobody remembers. Well, and even if Don't they worry do, about being that's what Trump is coming out and coming out against all the anti-Trumpers. Even if they do remember and play the tapes over and over on TV now about what I'm said, Peters, you can't mortgage your current success success in favor of, oh, but some people are going to make fun of me because I changed exactly. my mind. And that brings us to what you just said, brings us to, to lesson number two for people, is that you've got to realize that when you get new data, when you get new information, you have to adjust. You can't get married to an idea. You can't get married to a business plan. You get, can't get married to a marketing concept. You have to adjust as you go based on the new information you got. So Trump was running around telling everybody what a bunch of idiots the politicians were for being for staying in Afghanistan. And now that he's sitting in the chair, he says, holy shit, I got access to all this information that I didn't have before. Now, what seemed like idiotic behavior a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, now is perfect reasonable and rational and intelligent behavior. So he has adjusted his position based on new data. So how does that affect business owners? Well, I will give you an example from a personal situation that I am going through right now. I have a client, very good client, gives me a lot of money. I particularly enjoy working with her for that fact. And I wrote a promo for her. She tested the promo, drove 10,000 people to the site to look and see. We got some numbers back. Turns out, I mean, the promo's doing well, converting at about 1%. We want it to convert at 2%. That's really where the goal is. So we take a look at where people are falling off because it's a VSL, so we can see how long people are on there. Turns when uh, Everett says VSL, that stands, folks, for video sales video letter. Video sales letter. So here's what we find out. A vast majority of the people who drop off, drop off in the first two minutes. Now, that's not really unusual for this sort of thing, but too many people dropping off in the first two minutes. If we get a few of them to stay, suddenly closing rate goes from about 1% to 2%. Boom, just like that. So what I thought I had a great hook. I thought I wrote fantastic copy for the first couple minutes to really tie people in. Guess what? Not so much. So now we got to go back and re-engineer things, which is fine, but I am not married to the idea. of the, I'm not married to the first, uh, first two minutes of that VSL. If we got to go back and adjust it, we got to go back and adjust it. So instead of scrapping the project and say, oh, it's just not working. It's just not where we want it to be. It's not hitting the goals. We're done. We take a look at what's going on. 
Right, or in this case, the lesson we're teaching here is in this case, the client might say, but Everett, you said you loved that hook. You said that's what we had to do. You said that first minute, and I argued with you, and you said, no, that's what had to be done, and now you're changing your mind, and you need to suck it up and go, yes, you're right, I was wrong, and I'm changing my mind. And I'm changing my mind because here's the truth. We have new data, so what I said originally was based off experience. What I'm saying now is based off data. Always take data over experience. doesn't matter who's telling you what. If you have data, real data, that goes against it, then go with the data. That's the point here is that guys and gals, you can't get married to an idea, get married to a way of doing business, get married to a way of getting customers, get married to a marketing gambit, get married to a, a product or service or anything about your business. Your business is there to make money, to make money for you, for the owners of the business, whether that's you or you and a spouse or you and three partners or whatever the deal is. It's there to make money for the owner. And the goal is then to maximize the amount of money you make. And to do that, you have to adjust. You have to be flexible. You have to take a look. Trump got new information and said, hey, wait a second. I'm I'm going to change my position, my long-held position about X. Well, that's perfectly reasonable. A lot of politicians do that. That's why politicians, by the way, oftentimes don't keep campaign promises is because once they get in, they find out information that they didn't Well, and not only do politicians do that, but the point of the lessons learned from Donald Trump's podcast is that business owners do that and need to do that. Successful one. And that's, of course, who Donald Trump has been his whole life, is an entrepreneur, a business owner. So the lesson here is not only that when you get the new information, to take action on it regardless of what anyone's going to say or think about what you said or thought in the past. But number two is something that I see business owners don't do enough of, which is get that information. I right, see exactly. not test enough, not try different things enough. So they do, even if they don't say that they're married to a concept, they act like it because they don't ever change things up just for the sake of changing things up, which we call testing, and then they don't get the data. So people would say, in a lot of cases, they would look at the situation you were in, Everett, and they'd say, gee, this video is converting only half of what we wanted. I wonder what I need to change. I don't know. And they didn't take a step further to say, let me get all the data on where people are dropping off from watching the video, which is an advanced tracking thing that you've got to do. So business owners out there, you not only do you have to test different things and switch things up and try different things, but then you absolutely absolutely need to get the data so you can track it so you can make the right adjustments. Otherwise, this whole conversation doesn't even make sense, Everett. How are they going to make adjustments if they don't even know that they need to make adjustments, which is the ignorance is bliss position, unfortunately, that most business owners live in, where they don't know the data. They don't know that that ad they put in a Val pack and on a billboard and in a Yellow Pages or their website, or they don't know whether it's where, how... I could ask them all these questions. I don't know if you do with your clients, and, and I stump them on the simplest questions. What percent of visitors to your website convert to opt-in to your mailing list or to buy your thing? Or how many visitors do you get a day to your website? What, ha, who, ha? Don't even get the data. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because uh, it's funny you say that because when I was running a contracting company, I had my foreman. Part of his job was to go back every week on Friday. He would prepare a report for me. 
And the report was number of sales that week, number of calls that week, number of appointments that week, number of, oh, the amount that we spent in advertising that week, and the cost per lead and the cost per sale. I didn't track the cost per call because uh, I found that that was not a, a, an important metric for me, but the cost per lead and the cost per sale. And then not only did he do that on a weekly basis, he did it on a, a month-to-date basis and a quarter-to-date basis. So we did it every week, month, in quarter. And it's amazing when you have that information, how much better you can run your business. You know, wait a second, we only got two appointments this week. What happened? Our cost per sale jumped up. Okay, well, uh, it doesn't matter if that if you find that out six, eight, ten months later, you need to find it out today. I would have, had we had the time, frankly, I would have tracked those numbers on a daily basis, but we were doing a lot of work and the foreman had other work he had to tend to. So I settled for weekly. You have to track your numbers. You have to know what's going on. And too many people think that they're tracking their numbers, you know, when they do their quarterly taxes, their accountant does their quarterly taxes, or they do their yearly taxes, and they get their information back from their accountant. They say, okay, well, here's our well, numbers. Well, that's a whole other subject for another day, but hopefully oh, you're getting information from your accountant more often than once a year, for crying out loud. But <laughs> we're getting close to our advanced tip of the week, but the Indeed. key is, Everett just gave it to you, track your numbers when you're doing marketing, track at least weekly, monthly, quarterly. Donald Trump, of course, is getting a brief from his national security advisors on Afghanistan every single day. And if something is happening, more often than that, you don't have to go that crazy, but you do have to get the information and you have to have the strength of character to take action on it regardless of the blowback you're going to get. Those are the two big lessons. You got a bonus lesson this week on the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast. And speaking of a bonus lesson, as always, we have an advanced tip for the week. You go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. You'll find contact information for Everett, contact information from me. We'll get on the phone with you. Contact us. We'll share the advanced tip of the week and we will help you implement it to your improvement of your exact situation today in your exact business, regardless of what you've thought or said in the past. We will help you take the proper action today to make your business more successful and your life more happy. Is there anything else we need to add? I think you wrapped it up perfectly. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.